the feel-good way to start your day. Jamie and Lee. It's it's the Riverina's Triple M. Jamie and Lee with you this morning, joined in the studio by one of our favourites, saying a very good morning to the incredible Fanny Lumsden. Hello. Good morning. So good to have you live <laughs> in person instead of on the phone like we usually chat. I know. I made the effort. Came all the way over to Wagga. We very much appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have been on the road just a little bit. Glastonbury. <laughs> Talk to us about how oh, it was. That is, it was nuts. It is. So for those of you who have not heard of it, um, it is actually the biggest festival in the world. Not kidding. Yeah. There was over 200,000 people there. No. Um, it's in the UK in Somerset and it's been running for since the 70s. Yeah. And um, Elton John headlined. So. <laughs> <laughs> Clang. Just drop that um, name there. The yeah. Foo Fighters also played. Uh, Queen of Stone Age, a lot of people. So it was... Um, Absolutely nuts. It was our first ever UK gig and we played uh, a stage called Avalon Stage, which is one of the oldest kind of stages that they have and um, not physically, just it's been gone around for longest. And it was, we, you know, we came all the way from Australia, didn't expect to have like that many people there. People don't know who we are. It's our first ever show in the UK. It was packed. Yeah. It was amazing. The audience was just, I didn't change a thing. I just told, I just did Told a story is the way I tell my stories here, exactly who I am. I didn't change anything um, and they just were amazing. So, yeah, it was really, really great, um, quite mind-blowing to play that and then get off the stage and, yeah, then go see the Foo Fighters two hours later. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> outrageous. Um, but just just playing to that audience, they were really generous. They were just really into it. It was great. That's so good. And then you, you did a lot of your own gigs around there as well. Yeah. How, how was the uh, UK leg of the tour? With kids, mind you, as well. <laughs> The tour van was a, a, a hilarious, um, like packed, like this nine seater that was packed in the very back. We had the two car seats and then we took a nanny with us from over there who came and helped because it was just, you know, we're all on stage. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah we can't just leave the kids. I mean, we do it here, but not over there. And, um, and yeah, it was, it was fun. Um, the shows were amazing. We went over to Ireland and played some shows over there oh. and they were just, they just, music is so much part of their culture. It is part of like, it's just in their blood. Mm. And, um, I was quite shocked because all the shows sold out. Um, they were just really up for something new, which was amazing. And all the cliches are true about islands. Like it's, you know, we arrived, drove like immigration was just a guy waving us in <laughs> and then and then we um we we stopped off at a pub and the first guy i met was named Seamus and i was like stop <laughs> it was honestly just beautiful so yeah the whole show the shows were amazing played a show in london too that was sold out as well it was great it was summer as well so it was pos vibes all around yeah. everyone was happy as and um yeah very exciting gonna go back yeah, oh, th see that I've been to Ireland myself, and I, I love the fact that you can walk into a bar that's no bigger than a phone booth and a half wide. That's yeah. a bit of an old reference for yeah. people to phone booths. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and there'll be a band in there. Yeah, yeah. you know, th there's five patrons yeah. and one barman and a band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And the, and the barman's probably playing too. It's yeah, it was a beautiful experience. Yeah. It really was. It was. Um, like I think after cutting my teeth and building my fan base in regional Australia where people are sparse on the ground at best, obviously the best audiences in the world, but um, and then going to a place that's so densely populated but mm -hmm. so into music was yeah. just mad. It was great. Next step on your journey, I guess, mm. you've got the new album coming out. Mm. Um, you've got the tour happening. Yes. Hey, Dawn, talk to us all about it. Yeah, we, we didn't allow much time for breathing space in between. Recovery <laughs> from jet lag. No, no, we just leaned into the jet lag and working through the night now. Um, yes, yeah, so the new album, Hey, Dawn, comes out August 4th. 
Yeah. Um, that is, look, it's been a while since Fallow came out. We've banged on about that for a while. We really rung it out. So um, very excited to have a new album coming out. And we're going to be celebrating here in Wagga. Yeah, well, your show's almost sold out as well. Yeah. Mm. How good. Speaking of sell-out shows all over the world and now <laughs> sell-out shows in Wagga yeah. and all over it's the, the place It's the logical well. next step after yeah. Glastonbury. It right? is, though. Yeah. Glastonbury, Wagga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's classic. Um, no, I'm so excited about that weekend. Like, playing here in Wagga's, obviously, it's like the closest to a hometown show for us and, like, the Riverina feels like my home, so it always has been. So, yeah, I'm really excited. And, of course, I've got Riley McPherson, our Wagga yes. celebrity, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> on drums. <laughs> we might just have to peep that bit out, otherwise Riley's never going to let us live it down. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we're really, really excited to come back. But we're touring all over all over Australia and we've actually just announced that we're gonna we're adding four Tasmanian shows. So we're adding that on the end. So we're going, yeah, everywhere. It's gonna be really fun. Amazing. Wow. Talk to us about the album as well, because you said it's been a little while coming. Mm-hmm. Like obviously Fallow just went boom, and then we had mm. the small pandemic and <laughs> driving all over the countryside and everything else. Yeah. How's it come together? How's it all, how has it all like gotten to this point? Uh, you know what? I think it was kind of like, what's the saying? Squeezing blood from a rock or whatever is it? Yeah, yeah like throwing a stone. It kind of was like that to start with, actually, to be honest. I just, I found it really hard to get into the the songs, find the world that is this Hey Dawn world. Um, but it was when I was in, WA, I think, when we were just traipsing around and got stuck over there, um, then I kind of unlocked something and something, the songs kind of started coming. So basically it's just a collection of stories that are kind of from all perspectives. So the stories you tell yourselves, the stories that we tell each other, the ones that are told to us and kind of shape us through life. And it's kind of a reflection of that. Um, And, you know, it opens with this song called Hey Dawn, which I wrote after um, I was down in Tasmania recording the album and we had this huge storm. Natural disasters seem to follow my records. <laughs> uh, um, and it, uh, it brought down heaps of trees and we didn't have any power where we were recording. So we had to move studios, which meant we went over to the coast. And one morning I was really struggling kind of getting into the record and I was having a hard time. And I, anyway, I got up one morning and I, as I walked out, the sun just popped over the horizon on the ocean. And I literally said to the sun, I was just like, hey, Dawn. And it was just like from something happened in that moment. And I took a photo of the sun too then. But I realized that I just, I've got to tell the stories from now. I just have to be right here, right now, forget about everything else and just kind of respect whatever was happening in that moment and capture that. And that's fine. And then the next record will be the next record and just not overthink it too much. And it kind of unlocked something. And then as we were driving back to where we, you know, we got power restored and we're going back and um, I went into this little hall where there was some markets going on. And the only thing I had in my brain going into making this record, sorry, this story got really long, um, was... um, I could just hear an old piano in a hall. And I think after the year, like years of the pandemic, where things had been just like isolated and quiet, I could just hear this old sound of the piano in a hall, which kind of feels like, I don't know, like a calling to like everyone coming back together, come back together, hear this song. It's kind of obviously a childhood sound for me. And and so then I went, I was, we stopped off at this market and there was this man just sitting at the piano playing. Just like he had a little red beanie on and he was just sitting there and he had a little notebook where he had made himself a manual DJ set, like just like song to song. So he didn't have to stop playing. He just sat there with his little notebook and then he just played and played and played. And I just sat there and watched him and I was like, oh my God, (laughs) this is what I had in my head. And then I went back to where we were staying that night and I wrote Hey Dawn. And then the record felt like I did like, I was like, oh, 
here we are. This you is what the world in. is. Yeah, yeah, I had my in. And so then it finishes, the whole record finishes with a song called Stories, which is like, you know, it's a little love letter to the Riverina basically. Um, and yeah, that kind of musing on what are we other than the stories that we tell ourselves. So yeah, it's also a lot of fun. It's lots <laughs> of fun bits too. Not just deep, like well, heartfelt bits. <laughs> I, was saying to, uh, I was saying to Jamie this morning, I find you uh, your music for me is much like uh, Pixar movies in that <laughs> I intellectually know before I watch another Pixar movie with the kids because I've watched every single one that the next one's going to be good and I'm going to enjoy it. But uh, it's just it's the new thing and getting into it. And then I'll watch it and I'm like, oh, my God, this is like <laughs> the greatest. Yeah. And I was listening to a couple of your tracks this morning and it's the same sort of thing. Like I've listened to Fallow over and over and then to hear your new stuff come out and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing too. Ah, yeah. good. Uh, I, well, uh, I sort of drew the Pixar comparison a bit further by saying it's beautiful and often heartbreaking as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's really deeply emotional. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Um, I suppose the song that we came, that or the clip that came out today for our song called Ugly Flowers, um, yeah, that's de- that's definitely on the emotional end of the of the record. Um, but yeah, excited about that one coming out. We um, that is also like I think it's a big Riverina record actually. Just to kind of sum it up, I think that it's this you know like geraniums against a brick wall in summer. Just yeah. mm. you know that kind of smell. I hated them. I thought they were really ugly flowers until I got older and realised they were kind of Mediterranean, <laughs> <laughs> and quite exotic. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Anyway, I, I love pre-order you, it. Um, yeah, definitely do yeah. so. Uh, I love Please. that you, you sort of refer to your music as being a bit of a love letter to the area as well. But the same thing carries over to your videos as well. Like I, I love the way that you guys have shot your music videos for uh, the songs, you know, that we've sort of been listening to lately because they're full of gorgeous vistas of this area. And uh, even down to a Millionaire with the older car and you cruising around out in Aranda and um, what was it, uh, Canago out near that way. It's just gorgeous. Yeah, I think that like a lot of, um, you know, I, I've always tried to had a, had a sense of place when I write songs. Like I really am connected to a place when I'm writing an album and obviously Fellow is very much a mountain song album and this one is much more Riverina based. Um, but I just feel like they're just so beautiful and they're not in clips much out here. Like mm. clips don't get, often it's just the Hunter Valley. Or like Centennial Park in Sydney. Um, and so... I just, I think it's just great. And it also, like, it tells the story for me completely. So, yeah, that was a hot day. We were driving a day which, no, I, I wasn't. I was driving a Celica. Mm-hmm. And um, look, I actually just have worked out why people go drifting now after driving that car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit sideways. Yeah, it was so fun. Anyway. I mean, I, tra- I treated that car very well. What are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> and all course. completely legal as yes. well. Yes. Yeah. Officer. Yeah, fully. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Very responsible. You did mention pre-order the CD. Mm. Now, Willy Wonka style, golden ticket. Talk to us about this. Yes. So in one of the CDs and in one of the vinyl, put in at manufacturing stage is a golden ticket, a golden fanny ticket. Um, <laughs> and basically... If this is yours, so you're going to pre-order your vinyl, pre-order your CD, and it's going to turn up to your house and you're going to open it. And inside is going to be like a bunch of other little gifts and stuff. But if you get the golden ticket, you never have to pay for a Fanny Lumsden show ever again. You are a lifelong member. Just VIP walk on in. 
Oh, hello. Hello, you again. Come right in. Your seat's right here. So um, if you pre-order the album um, between now and I think it's Monday the 31st of July, yeah. it could be you. This is it amazing. It could be you. Yep. I love that. Off to Willy Wonka's factory. Yeah. I mean, we are pretty much some kind of Willy Wonka circus going on. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah. Approximately I'd argue how even many, better. Approximately <laughs> how many shows did you do last year? Yeah, yeah, I know you've got you've got a lot to go to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better than Willy Wonka because you can only eat chocolate once. That's yeah. true. You know? She's gone. Yeah, yeah experience so, um, the music again and again. Yeah, again mm. and again. So amazing. For people who do want to order that, fannylumsden.net, Follow the links through to yeah. uh, pre-order. Mm-hmm. Your show in Wagga as well. That's mm-hmm. happening on the fifth of August. It is. Yes, and we're going. To be putting on a show. We cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to yeah. be so fun. It's a um, Civic Theatre, man. I mean, yeah. it's only, Yeah, it's a theatre. Like you've got Glass had its birthday there. not long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw yeah. that. It's yeah. exciting. Happy mm. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Even older than Glastonbury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, look forward to seeing you there on stage uh, Saturday the 5th of August. Just come and check out Riley's magnificent beard yeah. and also <laughs> the band in front of Riley who's on the drums as well. You won't be able to see Riley's stuck behind me. <laughs> yeah, that's rude. <laughs> Maybe we'll put him right up the front for yeah. that gig. Just, just for something Getting different. one of those Tommy Lee style flying yeah. drum platforms. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, Fanny, it's always a pleasure to catch up and hey Dawn, the new album and it is out very shortly get your pre-orders in fannylumsden.net get your tickets to the Wagga show follow her around the place because it's always a spectacular show and the music from this album is just incredible thank you so much for joining us Uh, this morning thank you so much for the support really appreciate it and can't wait can't wait Jamie and Lee weekdays on Triple M and anywhere on the listener app it's Triple M